You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. We've been talking about the Ten Commandments, the Ten, perfect law and perfect love. Who among you here, you're enjoying the series so far? You're learning? Come on. Okay, pag hindi masyado, okay lang. Okay, sometimes, you know, some people, narinig ko na ito, pagaling sila ng church, hoy, sabi sa simbahan, ganito yung gagawin. Our goal is really to understand the Ten Commandments. That it's not just a set of do's and don'ts, tama? That when we look at the Ten Commandments, maraming bagay yung dapat tayong maintindihan. Una sa lahat, that these Ten Commandments are standards of morality para sa Israelites noong unang panahon. Na kailangan malaman nila kung ano yung tama at mali sa paglabas nila ng slavery papunta sa Egypt. Another thing is that ang Ten Commandments ay binigay para establish ang holiness ni Lord. Ito yung standard niya. Ganito kataas. And every time we look at these commandments, every time we look at them, we should not see them as a checklist. Nung bata kayo, pinamemorize ba sa inyo ito? Kasi ba, ako naalala ko eh. Tapos pag may nakalimutan kay lagot, baka may kasalanan ako. See, the Ten Commandments is not meant to be a checklist. It's meant to be understood in light of who God is and who we are in Him. Tenth Commandment is something so interesting kasi lahat tayo may desire. Diba? Lahat tayo may gusto. Lahat tayo may goal. Sabi ng iba, relationship goals. <laughs> See, sino sa inyo may Facebook or Twitter? Wala? Yeah, Na-amaze ako sa Facebook eh. Para yung ano, eh, time machine. Kasi parang until you know it, uy, isang oras na yun. Iba sa inyo nag-Facebook ng konti dito. <laughs> Look up here. And sa Facebook, may makikita kayong mga bagay na ano. Pag nakikita nyo, uy, ganda na ito ah. Uy, saya na ito ah. And whenever we look at these things, something in our hearts move. We have desires. Lahat tayo. Yung iba sa atin gusto ng, simple, masayang pamilya, tama? Iba sa atin gusto, kotse. Mili ka na dyan, di ba? Iba sa atin gusto, bahay. Okay? Diba? Lahat tayo, gusto natin yun. And, and iba sa atin, gustong ma-promote career. Diba? We all have desires. And some of us desire love. I mean, at the end of the day, all these desires point to one thing. We want to be happy. Right? And as we look at the Ten Commandments, we will try to understand how does God view our happiness? Or how does God want us to desire so as we open in the 10th commandment, I'd like to invite everyone to stand up. As we read the 10th commandment, we'll read from Exodus chapter 20, verses 2-3, and then we'll jump to 17. I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. Verse 17 says, You shall not covet your neighbor's house, you shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his male servant or his female servant or his ox or his donkey or anything that is your neighbor's. Lord, thank you for this day. Lord, thank you that your word is the supreme standard of our joy. And Lord, help us pursue your love. Help us understand, Lord, that it is through encountering you we find real and lasting happiness. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Maaari na po umupo. And again, we're going to talk about the 10th commandment, Thou shall not... Thou shall not... Yung una talaga, hindi ko... Covet. Okay. Yung stress daw pala, nasa unang syllable. Covet. Covet. Can you say that? 
covet. Thou shall not covet. And also, thou shall not covet. Sabi dun, di ba? Thou shall not covet your neighbor's wife. But um, we need to understand, saan ba nagagaling to? And what really is this? What does this really mean? Okay, I'll, I'll track back a little bit and explain what happened to the Israelites para when we read this, we understand where the Lord is coming from. They've been slaves for 400 years. 400 years. More than that even. And ito pong mga tao na to sa loob ng, ng slavery, wala silang pagmamayari. ba? Sa loob ng Egypto. Wala silang kahit ano doon. Ang meron lang sila, yung damit nila, tapos yung mga kagamitan nila sa pagtatrabaho. Nung palabas na sila at papasok na sila sa promised land, God had to remind them of something so important. Kasi ngayon, paglabas nila, may mga dala na silang uh, riches from Egypt. So they didn't know how to handle this. And God had to command them. Napaka-importante, you know. Again, we look at the Ten Commandments as um, a list of do's and don'ts. But rather, it's important to start with how the Lord really described it. Look at this. It says, I am the Lord your God. Can you imagine this? God started giving out the commandments hindi as a list of do's and don'ts. The starting point of this is that to remind them, hey, I'm your God. You're gonna go out of Egypt and you're gonna enter the promised land and you have to realize, I am your God. God is your God. And all these ten commandments are coming from that point. Yung reality na yun, na ang Panginoon ng kanilang Diyos. Kaya nga pag sa tuwing tinitignan ko yung Ten Commandments, one way to look at it is this. Instead of looking at it as a list of do's and don'ts, it's good to see it as a list of reminders to maintain intimacy. Parang ganito, no? pag mag-asawa, I'll get married by the end of this year. You know, come on, I've been praying for it. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, Yung mga mag-asawa, ako, I realize this of my parents when I see them. They have rules inside their relationship. Hindi pwede mag-date yung tatay ko ng kahit sino. Ni, ni, pangit nga tignan na may kasabay na babae yung tatay ko sa kotse niya eh. Diba? Why? It is not because magagalit lang yung nanay ko. Hindi lang yun yun. Because that rule protects their intimacy. The exclusivity of relationship is being protected ng mga rules na yun. Tama? Same is true with the Ten Commandments. Whenever we look at each of them, we're reminded that, wow, God is actually in the business of protecting my relationship with Him. Aren't you happy that He wants that? That God wants to protect your relationship. And these are the terms of it, the Ten Commandments. So as we look further, uh, uh, review tayo ng Ten Commandments. The first commandment tells us there's only one God. You shall have no other gods before me. The second commandment tells us, wag kang maghanap ng substitute. Wala kang makikitang kahit mag, maggawa ng mga images. The third commandment tells us, you have to honor God, His name. Fourth commandment reminds us, you have to find rest in Him. The next set of commandments says, you should value family. And you should value life. Thou shall not murder. Commandment seven has that sanctity of marriage. Commandment eight, do not steal. Kasi ang heart niyan, you should respect the right to property. The number nine, thou shalt not lie, last week lang ito, is that we are to understand the power of truth. And the Ten Commandment deals with the issue of desires. See, see, Jesus in the New Testament, just summarize this, it's simple. When the Pharisees tried to ask Him, Sige nga, Jesus, if you're who you say you are, what's the most important of all the commandments? Sabi niya ganito, if I summarize it, it should be like this, you are to love God, and love others. 
for us to maintain the intimacy and protect the intimacy between our God and God to us, we are to love Him and love others. Right? See, this is a beautiful thing. Right? Because sa tuwing nakikita yung law, sometimes we feel like, ayun na naman, things of do's and don'ts. No. These are actually ways that we can value our relationship. Now, take a look at this. Sa sampung utos na ito, 6, 7, 8, and 9, lahat ng yan, pag ginawa nyo yan, ang mangyayari ay, kunyari, thou shall not murder. What will happen? Merong kaparusahan. Tama? Okay, thou shall not steal. Merong kaparusahan dyan. Thou shall not kabet. You know, pagka nangalunya, merong kaparusahan dyan, tama? Meron talaga. If you bear false witness, merong kaparusahan dyan. But number 10 is something so different. Because nobody, wala pa, wala pa akong nabaltaan, ayaw ko sa inyo, wala pang nakukulong dahil nagnais siya o nagnasa siya ng isang bagay. Tama? Hindi ba? Kahit, kahit mainggit ka dun sa, sa katabi mo, sa ilong ng katabi mo, gusto ko rin yung ilong na ganyan eh. Kano ba yan? <laughs> Walang nakukulong sa ganun, tama? But the 10th commandment is commanded for some reason. And that's what the heart, and this is what, what we want to actually understand today. See, most of us, ito, lagi ko ito narinig, basta wala namang akong ginagawang masama, okay lang. But the 10th commandment proves to us na hindi lang tungkol sa ginagawa mo. ba? Madalas to eh. Wala namang akong ginagawang masama ah. But here, it's legislated. How about your desires? Ano iniisip mo? Diba? Because you can sit here right now, okay? And sin. Tama? Yung katabi mo, pwedeng habang tumitingin siya dun sa ano, grabe, gusto ko rin yan. And can sin. Nobody okay, knows this except God and you. This is the unique point of this 10th commandment. And then really, I'm excited to really look into it deeper. So, pag tinignan natin, sabi dyan, you shall not covet. And the word there na gusto nating i-highlight is that covet. And uh, sabi nga nung isang kakilala, ano ba yung covet? Kasi hindi ko maintindihan talaga yung covet. Now, the word covet came from the word hamad. Okay, can you say that? Hamad, okay? Pagka daw hamad ka, talagang mag... <laughs> talagang magkakavet ka kasi tamad ka. Anyway... <laughs> Yung hindi ba naiintindihan, okay lang. Okay, the, the word <laughs> kavet or kamad, okay, Hebrew word yung kamad, okay, um, pronunciation niya, ano may K-A-W, kamad. Okay, medyo ganun. Para pag-uwi nyo, meron na kayong daladalang Hebrew. Diba? Kamad, okay. The word Hebrew, the Hebrew word kamad actually just simply means to desire or to want. Ganun kasimple, okay? Um, is it good? Mm, maybe. Is it bad? Maybe. Is it bad to desire things? Yes or no? No. But the question is, why is it legislated that thou shall not covet? What is in the heart of this commandment? See, desires are very powerful things. You realize this? Desires are very powerful things. Because desires give us direction. What you desire draws something in your direction. Kung gusto mong, um, kung gusto mong pumayat, yan, magbibigay ng direction sa buhay mo. Pag nakakita ka ngayon ng extra rice, ayaw mo. Desire lang, pero kainin mo pa rin. Pero, right, desires are very strong things. So, 
God had to point out something. So, if coveting is not the problem, what is? We have to look at this command. See, we see here that it's not just coveting. It is coveting what? It's coveting things that is your neighbor's. Now, we need to understand this again the way Israelites would have seen this. Kasi, kalalabas lang nila ng, ng, ng slavery at sabi sa kanila, ngayon, may mga bit-bit na silang gamit. Dati, wala naman silang gamit eh. Wala naman silang pagbamayari. Ngayon, paglabas nila, nagkakatinginan na sila ngayon. Uy, bakit ganun? Doon may, may maganda yung upuan na nakuha mo ah. <laughs> bakit sa akin na ah, tatlo lang pa ah. Unti-unti, unti-unti. The sin is coming into their heart. So God had to remind them, hey, 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 what I have given you, I have given you for a purpose. What I have given them, I have given them for a purpose. See? We need to understand this. The problem with this commandment is not coveting alone. Hindi kamad, hindi in desire. The problem here is what you desire and to what direction does that desire point you. See, when you look at this, diba, why would God tell them this? Why would God command them not to covet their neighbor's stuff? Simple. Because sa isang society, magsisimula pa lamang. Okay? Magsisimula pa lang kayo. Pag maraming inggitero, walang sasaya. Wala kang makikitang masayang inggitero. Really? Totoo. Lagi ya, araw-araw na inggit yan. Pagising, ah, sarap ng gising ko, buti pa siya. Na, na, talagang may problema. Walang masayang inggitero. <laughs> Huwag niyo isipin yung kapitbahay niyo, okay? <laughs> isipin yan. But, but really, re- right? So God had to command them, something must be done with their desires. Pero, see, the problem really of coveting, if we define it as this, it's desiring something that someone already owns with the intent of taking it. Yan yung problema. Okay? It's not the desire. Kito kasi yung problema. Um, when we look at uh, the word kamad, Hebrew yan. Okay? Konti lang ang salita sa Hebrew. Limited yung vocabulary. So, hindi nila na depict kung ano yung gusto nila talagang sabihin. Isa lang yung salita nila para sa salitang nais at saka nasa. Kamad lang yan. Pero tayo, pag Pilipino tayo, alam natin, pagkakaiba, di ba? Iba yung ninanais Iba yung ninanasa. Tama? See, when we look at the word covet, God is telling us, wag kang magnasa. Si David, remember Bathsheba incident? Nalala nyo yun? Hindi niya lang ninais si Bathsheba, ninasa niya. At kinuha niya. Yun yung problema. To the point na pumatay pa siya. See, the problem really is coveting. The problem is desiring something or someone. Next. Diba? Or someone, may asawa na yun. That's the problem. Nais versus nasa. When we look further, desires are really very important. Desires drive us. Our desires has the potential to build us, build our community, our family, or destroy us, our community and family. That's why God had to legislate a law addressing the desires. Thou shalt not covet. When we look further, today we're going to run down on three important things about covetousness. We're going to talk about the root of covetousness. We want to understand, saan ba nangagaling to? Saan ba nagsimula to? Okay? 
And next, we want to talk about what's the result of covetousness. Ano bang nangyayari kapag tayo ay nagnanasa? And also, we're going to talk about what's a remedy? Paano ba? How do we deal with this? So let's start with the root. So if we want to get to the root of covetousness, we want to go back first to how it all started. The word kamad was first used in the book of Genesis. Sa simula talaga. The word kamad can even mean something that's beautiful. Okay? Something that's beautiful. An adjective form. Okay? Something to desire. Kamad. So pag tinignan mo yung katabi mo, kamad. Na, something to be desired, di ba? Is it, is it bad to desire again? Not exactly. The problem lies into what you are desiring and where does that desire point you. So, when you look at this commandment, we look back in Genesis chapter 3, verse 6. This is when the serpent tempted Eve. I want you to imagine the Garden of Eden. Beautiful place. Everything perfect. Everything they could have asked for is there. Nandun lahat. There was perfect relationship between them and God. Galing nun. Perfect relationship between Adam and Eve. Walang problema. Walang away. Perfect relationship between man and nature. Hindi sila nakakaranas ng problema in that place. But somehow, someway, the serpent went to Eve and gave her something that is really, really interesting. Kasi sabi ni nung serpent, talaga ba? Sabi ni God, you can't eat that fruit? Did God really say that? Yun yung una. See, when we try to understand how the enemy works in our lives, he always starts with desires. Always starts with our desires. So when the woman saw the tree, and this is already when, when she had been enticed to look at it. Talagang, ito na, sabi niya, it was good for food. It was a delight to the eyes. And that tree was to be kamad, desired, to make one wise. She took its fruit and ate. Ito pa, nag-share pa siya. Siyempre, ayaw niya nang mag-isa lang siya. Sinare niya sa kasawa niya. <laughs> Gave some to her husband who was with her and ate. The enemy would entice us with desires. Starts with the eyes. Diba? Then goes to our fleshly desires. See, if we try to understand this, this is where coveting really started. The root of coveting. See, think about it. Ano bang masama sa pagkain? Eh, lahat naman meron doon. Anong masama sa wisdom? Eh, binigyan naman sila ng wisdom ni God. Think about it. Adam was the one who named all the animals. See, nothing was wrong with that. Something was wrong with them desiring something that God did not design for them. The root problem of coveting is something that drives us away from God. It's desiring something that drives us away from God. It, it can be a good thing. You know, because it's easy. For example, uso ngayon ng sukuan eh, ba? Nung isang beses nakita ko yung basketball court, punong-puno ng tao, tapos nanunumpa sila, sumusuko sila. Talagang ano eh. Itong mga tao na to, see, it's easy to pin down that what they desire is wrong. At least what they desired. For example, drugs, um, killing. Those are naturally, simply easy to pin down. That's something that is not okay. But the enemy does not deal only with the desires that are obviously wrong. Some desires seem to be okay. Eh, mahal ko naman kasi talaga siya. Yan. It seemed to be okay. Eh, talagang gustong-gusto ko lang talagang yumaman. 
with the expense of other things in our lives. Throwing away family and everything. The root problem of coveting really is desiring something that drives us away from God. Points us to the other direction. See, when we look further to New Testament, he uses the word epitomeo to describe what covetousness is. Covetousness, which is idolatry. Grabe, no? um, it all started with them desiring and now it's depicted as idolatry. Ano nga ba yung idolatry? Idolatry is having an idol, is something, anything that takes the place of God in our lives. An idol means counterfeit God. Hindi totoong Diyos. But our desires point to that. Yung mga nais natin papunta doon. The root problem really of covetousness is desiring things that we ought not to desire. Ito pong problema sa covetousness. Eh. The problem is that those desires, those really big desires that we have, drive us to continuously desiring and desiring and desiring. So what happens? Okay, the result. What happens? What happens when we desire? What happens when we continuously Decide the things that draw us away from God. Sabini James, James, the brother of Jesus, talks about something interesting. What causes quarrels and fights among you? Is it not this that your passions are at war within you? Our passions, our desires, can be at war within us. And it creates problems outside us. You desire what you do not have, so you murder. You covet, you cannot obtain, so you fight and quarrel. You did not have because you did not ask. See, James examines the, the problem in their place, nung, nung earlier church. And he says, the problem is this. Your desires are not pointing to God. That's the problem. See, desiring is not bad. By all means, I believe God wants to bless you. Do you believe that? Yeah. Do, do you believe? Hindi masyado? God wants to bless us. God wants for us to experience the fullness of this life, correct? But the problem is, the problem is, when we desire something that does not go in line with what God wants us to desire. When we examine these desires, simply lang naman eh, these desires, first and foremost, would never satisfy us. Never. Never. There would never be enough money by the way, you know, there would never be enough money. There would never be enough cars. There would never be enough houses. Never be enough time. Because these things would never satisfy. We used to play uh, mud pie. We create mud pies. That's it. We mud Pokemon Go. Pero dati, di ba? We create mud pies. And my parents would tell us, Oy, nandito na yung pagkain, kakain na tayo ng totoong mud pie. And here we are, we would say, Hindi mamaya na, naglalaro pa kami. Kumakain pa kami. Sometimes, uh, our idols look like this. God is giving us this, and we want the mud pie. God is giving us this desire. The desire that I want you to have is to be with me, to enjoy my promises, to enjoy my love for you. But here we are enjoying the mud pie of the world. 
sa lupa. And here we are thinking, um, maybe God. Lagi ko ito naririnig sa mga kilala kong hindi kristyano. Ayaw ko kasi mag-church kasi KJ sa church eh. Narinig niyo na yan? <laughs> Naku, pagka nag-church na ako, bawal na akong lumabas, bawal na akong mag-inom, bawal na akong magsaya, bawal na akong mag-ganito. It is because they feel like, they feel like, there is a disconnect in between being happy and being with God. And a lot of people think this way, that there is some sort of disconnect between being happy, magiging masaya ko, at yung pagiging pasama ko, yung Panginoon. Pero bilib ako sa inyo, alam nyo, naiisa lang yun. Di ba? Iisa lang yun. That being happy and being with God are one and the same thing. That when we desire God, we are happy. Right? Praise God for that. Thank God. You know, there's nothing wrong for desiring for a wife or a husband or a car or a house. All of these things are good things. But it is when these desires point us away from God. Ito na lang inabuhay. Sa tuwing labas ka, ang iniisip mo na lang, sinta mamakakilala dito. Sa tuwing may gagawin ka, ang iniisip mo na lang, paano ba ako kikita ng pera? Idols take time, effort, and energy. They occupy your hearts and minds. They're counterfeit gods. And the danger of these things is that, as I've said a while ago, they're never satisfied. Proverbs. In a proverb, it's sung, um, Shol and Abaddon. Okay, these are places for the dead. Are never satisfied. Kinumpere niya yun sa eyes of man, also never satisfied. Sinful desires, never satisfy. It's like, you're so thirsty and you're drinking salt water. It never satisfies. It continues to thirst you. It continues to make you want for more. These are idols. Idols take you away from God and tells you, you need to continue doing this because here you will find happiness. Sin tells us this. You need to continue to this relationship because this will make you happy. You need to continue with this lifestyle because this will make you happy. The result of covetousness is this. Covetousness destroys relationships as James would say, and ultimately, it robs us of joy. We cannot experience the fullness of the love of God if we desire something that's not His and Him. Hindi. You know? We will never be able to fully appreciate the love of God if we continue to desire something that is not His. That's why this law is very interesting. Because even in the New Testament, we look at Paul, sabi niya, uh, lumaki akong sinusunod ang Ten Commandments. Kaya naalala si Paul? Okay. Sinusunod niya yung Ten Commandments. Sabi niya pagdating sa Ten Commandments, but this law, covetousness, it slew me, sabi ng uh, King James translation. It slew me. Patay ako dito. Pagtingin niya sa Ten Commandments, hindi ko kaya to. I cannot. We look further at James and he says this, but each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own. Then desire, when it's conceived, gives birth to sin. And sin, when it's fully grown, brings forth death. Dangerous. Desires can lead us to death. Some of our desires are pointing us to death. James is 
has, has drawn it very, very beautifully. Sabi niya, you know, some of the things that you desire right now, that relationship, that car, that promotion, that whatever is leading you away from me. The scary thing is that a lot of times we're blinded. A lot of times we're blinded. I used to work in a school. Tapos may mga preschool dun sa school. Well, obviously. Uh, guidance counselor ako. So, um, one of the many things I do is to, to go and then visit some of the classes. Diba? Ganun yan eh. Tapos, um, isang break time, nakita kong dalawang preschool na sudyante. Okay? May dala silang tinidor. Tapos naglalaro sila. Ispada-ispadaan. <laughs> you know? Lilit na bata talagang nagaganan sila oh. What's the immediate reaction that I do? Wala lang. Gigi. <laughs> Sige, gigi. Ganto, ganto. Hindi, hindi, di ba? What did I do? I went there and they, I took it, di ba? Stop. I took it away from them. And what was their reaction? Iyak to. Iyak to. Sabi ko, parang ala. Ano yari sa inyo? See, for me, I know for a fact that what they're doing is gonna hurt them. I know for a fact, kita ko eh. I know better. But for them, it's fun. Masaya to. Huwag kang makailam. And sometimes our desires are like this. We enjoy it. Yeah. And when God takes it away from us, I'm, oh, God, why? These desires can lead us to death. And here we are still holding on to it. Some of us, even right now, still hold on, is still holding on to our forks, playing with it. We don't want to let go. We don't want to let go because these desires seem to be fun. So what's the remedy? How? You know? If you're like me, you've been Christian long enough to know that even... With the love of God, you be understanding the love of God, you still have desires that goes the other way. Correct? Ako lang. And if you're here, it's, it's your first time. And it's your first time hearing this, that some of their desires might be wrong. And you're saying, hey, wala namang ginagawang masama. You wait long enough. You wait long enough for these desires to hurt you. It will. It will. This is very, very true. How do we find remedy for this? How do we solve a problem that is not behavioral? Parang ganito eh, no? Thou shalt not kill, madali lang eh. I don't think for the life of me that anyone in this room would plan to kill someone. Sana hindi. Or steal. But the problem with covetousness is that it is something that is so easy to do. How do we address this? See, in the New Testament, there's a story of a man. Sabi niya, yung kapatid ko, marami siyang ari-arian. Tapos tinanong niya kay Jesus, Uy, sabihan mo nga yung kapatid ko, paghatian namin yung ari-arian niya. Ang sagot sa kanya ni Jesus, Wait, who made me an arbitrator amongst you? Pero ito, ito sagot niya. And he said to them, take care, be on guard against all covetousness for one's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. One way to really understand this is this. Your desires right now, think about it. 
Years before I became a teacher, I worked in an ambulance. And I've seen people die in ambulances. Never will you hear someone in the ambulance say, uh, Mamatay na ako. Asa na yung passbook ko sa bangko? Kailangan ko makita yung pera ko. You will never hear anyone say, Nasa na yung mga kotse ko? They would always talk about who? People closest to them. Or some of them, God. See, think about this. At the end point of life, the things that we desire, how valuable really is it? Talaga. Stretch your life to 50 years, 100 years. Will it still be valuable to your desires? Kasi sabi dito, once life does not consist of that only, there's something more to desire. There's a reason why these desires don't satisfy us. Because they're never meant for that hole in our heart. There's a reason why sin will never satisfy. It's not designed to fill your heart with joy. Never will it satisfy. No matter how fun it looks like, it would always end up you saying, well, I need to look for another thing to play with. Sin progresses and progresses until it meets death. The solution is hard to find for some people. But it's plain and simple. According to Psalm 37 verse 4, can we all read this? Delight yourself in the Lord and He will give you the desires of your heart. That's a cut short. Delight yourself in the Lord. And now, I, I don't want to say this as if parang kapag ka masaya ka kay Lord, lahat ng bagay maayos. Okay, that, that's... that's really wrong in the way this verse is talking about it. When you look at how this is written, it's, it, it is saying this, when you delight yourself to the joys of God, your desires, your desires will be the desires that God wants you to have. Right? Your desires would point to the desires that God wants you to have. Our delight in God diminishes, even destroys our desire for sin. If your heart is so filled, you will never desire something else. Parang pag busog na busog ka na, kahit anong pagkain pa yan. Busog na ako eh. Right? If our hearts are filled with the love of God, our delight with Him, we will never desire sin. We will not want sin. It, sin would look ugly and disgusting because we have tasted the fullness of the buffet of the Lord. Amen. Right? When Paul said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, he was, he's not talking about a mantra. He's talking about this. He's talking about the delight that's not circumstantial. It's relational. It was not based on where he was. So wherever you are, you can find joy in God. It's, and you can, you can delight in Him. You know, when you see this verse, Paul was saying, I know what it is to be in lack. Alam ko yung marami akong pera. Alam ko rin yung walang-wala ako. Alam ko yung pinapupurihan ako sa ginagawa ko. Alam ko rin yung, grabe, binabato ako sa mga cities. But at the end of the day, I know the secret of all contentment. It is this knowing 
that it is Him who gives me strength. It is Him that brings me joy. It is Him that grants my heart peace. It is Him that gives me contentment. Let's praise God for that. As we draw to a close, I'd like you to try to think about this. I look at the Ten Commandments and I say, I can't do this. But one thing that I realize as well is this. We will never be commanded to do things that we naturally do. Diba? Hindi ko kayo kailangan utusan kumain mamaya. Kakain talaga kayo. Right? God would not need to tell them, hey, you know guys, this is what you should eat. No, He did not command that here in Ten Commands because we're commanded to do things that we naturally don't like to do. That we have the tendency to break. We're commanded to love God and love others because naturally, we don't desire to love God and love others. Pinanganak tayong pakabig. And we need the grace of God. We need the grace of God because the heart is deceitful. Our desires are deceitful. It can blind us. But in the same manner, Ezekiel says, now we'll give you a new heart. I'll give you a new heart. I'll give you new desires. And, and it's, not, it's not just about our desires. It's about God. It says here, your heart is so deceitful that you need a new heart. And this heart transplant is so expensive that only Jesus Christ on the cross can pay it. I'm glad He did. I'm glad He did. See, we would not desire God if He would not touch our hearts. And only when we realize and see this do we respond, Lord, I want to desire You. I want to love You. I want to follow You. So if you're here today and you're thinking, God, I have so many desires that are not pointing you to you. And I need a new heart. I need to renew this heart. I need to find delight in you. This is the thing. He allows you to have that. All it takes is to come to Him. To come to Him. It's a perfect law. It's perfect love from perfect God. We cannot measure up to His standard. That's why He sent His Son to die for all of us. For some of us, we have desires that we feel like, God, I've been desiring this for so long. See, whether God would meet that desire or not meet that desire, I'm not sure. But what I'm sure is this, God is still God. Whether God meets that healing, and I, I pray that God, He meets that healing, and I know God wants to heal some of us. Some of us have been praying for a son or a daughter. Some of us praying for a new life. And at this point, we can have that. 
why don't we all bow down our heads right now? Allow God to examine our desires. Lord, itong mga bagay na ninanais namin. Panginoon, tulungan mo kami that it would point to you. Lord, may our foremost desire be only you. You can only find the cure to covetousness is the contentment that can only be found in Christ. The only way we can desire God is when we see Him, our need for Him, desire Him more and accept Him.